0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Thank you for staying with us. My name is Lynn Devitt. And I'm Doug Weinger. And we are here in Aberdeen, South Dakota. At Ron Colley High School, and we are here with Tim Wise and Terry Dosh. Tim is the president, and Terry Dosh is a longtime teacher, coach, athletic director. And so, I'm really excited when I when I read Ron Colley High School. I thought, who is Ron Colley? Like I'm, I I had to look up Mm O'Gorman and found out he was a bishop. Some of them are easy, you know, Saint Thomas More. That one's easy. um fargo is jp2 so that one again is kind of easy but ron collie was i was fascinated by it so um thank you so much for joining us i'm excited to have this conversation before we go there though um let's start with you tim tell tell us a little bit about your about yourself well
0: good morning Anne.
1: thanks i think i think we're gonna have to turn your volume up here yeah okay. or his mic is off can
0: you hear
1: me now well
2: okay. go to go ahead. okay
1: well actually let's go to terry all right <laughs> I supersede the superintendent. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like we gave you the right, mi- the better mic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. Uh You know, I've uh, been at Ron Colley. This is my thirty-ninth year teaching here. Um, actually, kind of, kind of interesting. I had taught at another school, and where I had to travel, and uh, my wife and I split travel. She came to Aberdeen. I went to Falcon, South Dakota. And after about five years, like, eh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Had a car accident. And so I, I actually was going to get out of education and uh, got a call from Father Shockert, Father Greg Shockert, who happened to be one of my high school teachers. He wasn't a priest at that time. We always said we probably drove him to the priesthood, <laughs> perhaps. He never argues with that. And he's like, hey, uh, we have this opening at Roncalli, and uh Teaching religion and uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and I'm
1: like, well, I, why would you want me to do that? And he's like, well, you know. He, and then he reminded you that you drove him to be a priest, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's- yeah, Oh, so it's actually my holiness.
3: <laughs> oh, here I, I, I was mistaken. So anyway, I came and uh, have been here ever since. Awesome! Great.
0: Can you hear me now? Yeah. But
1: I can, well, I can hear you. Aaron, is he good?
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'm a, I'm a South Dakota boy, born and raised. I uh, did go up into North Dakota for 17 years, but I was, I was born in a little town called Parkston, South Dakota, a good little Lutheran boy, yeah. and uh, I'm a convert to the faith. Um, I was actually introduced to the Catholic faith um, in my high school years uh, through the search uh, huh. program, so uh, that's what kind of got me thinking. And, uh, of course, it's been a long journey since. Um, went to Northern State University, met and married my beautiful wife, Jeanette, there. We've had, uh, we, we, we all of those kids were born while we were uh, in Aberdeen because I, my first job out of Northern State College was at Aberdeen Public Schools. Okay. So we had five kids. Um, I did take a stint away from education for about 17 years and was uh, in school fundraising up in Wahpeton, North Dakota, okay. right close by far sure, there, yep. and uh, have since uh, taken an opportunity to come back to Roncalli um, where I found a home here. This is my sixth year.
1: So share with us a little bit about the mission and vision of Roncalli High School.
0: Well I'm, when I when I arrived here the mission statement was quite clear, uh, instilling Catholic values and promoting academic excellence by nurturing the mind, body, and soul. So from day one um, you know my goal from day one when I arrived here as president of the Aberdeen Catholic School System was to be authentically Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I took that mission statement seriously. And since then, um, I I think we've, I think we've making good, um, are making good strides. Uh, We've developed a set of uh, Catholic identity standards, which uh, matched up with our strategic anchors and um, are right now uh, have we've developed them we've rolled them out to our faculty uh, for feedback and um hopefully they're going to be adopted officially by our school board yet this spring
1: good hmm. good okay now now tell us about the name ron
0: so you had to look up angelo
1: i, I <laughs> <laughs> who is this ron guy
0: <laughs> angelo ron um otherwise known as pope john the 23rd um I had to look up actually when he became pope. He, yeah, he, uh, and and honestly, I think that goes directly to our name. Um, I think we opened our doors in. Help me out. We I opened believe. our doors in nineteen sixty four, and our first graduating class was in sixty seven. Correct.
3: Well, if we started with freshmen theoretically that would probably put us at 68
0: maybe 68
3: didn't you used to be a math teacher <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that was a long time ago you know you caught me right in the middle of working on budget too so that uh, might be a little convicting there um so anyway uh, but angelo Ron Colley became Pope in 1958, and he died uh, in 1965, so it was was a pretty short stint as as Pope. Excuse me, 1963, he he passed away. So I'm thinking the timing of when this school opened and the fact that he was Pope and and died in 1963 probably had a little bit to do with that. I was first born in 1964, so I want to think maybe that had something to do with, but I but I wasn't <laughs> around during that time, so I'm thinking it was all Angelo Roncalli. And,
3: well. and you know, with Pope John the 23rd, he was the Pope who opened Vatican II, yeah. which created good things, but also, uh, you know, when he became the Pope, a lot of people were like, why is he doing something this important? Because he was a little older, and my understanding is that initially, they're like, well, maybe he's kind of a stopgap pope and uh you know god and the spirit of god led him to say no 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 we're going to make some changes in the church and uh you know so while his term was rather short his impact and influence was was huge and you know i I didn't realize how many Ron Collies there were, but if you travel around the country, there, there's a, you know there's one in Omaha. And like a few years ago, we were in in Wisconsin on vacation, and we went to a museum, a submarine, and I was wearing one of my Ron Colley football shirts, and this little girl who's leading the tour says, "Ron Colley, what do you know about?" Where, what, what's going on i don't know you and she said <laughs> i go to ron collie and uh, yeah manitowoc and <sighs> i said well I'd, so she said oh i'm gonna go to our football coach and get you a shirt <laughs> so oh, that, she
1: did <laughs> that is really interesting <laughs> that mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there are any other popes where we use their their pre-pope name um as much so that's, sure. that's really interesting peter Peter. That's well, but <laughs> wasn't he Pope Peter too? I suppose. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, that's a good point. We <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh,
0: we actually have had uh, some 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 uh, folks that have talked about why don't we change our name to, you know, Saint John the Twenty Third High School or whatever it would be. But but uh, we think uh, Roncalli is, uh, holds a pretty special.
1: Place yeah. in our heart, huh? i I agree, and I, it makes it made me more curious right. It's a great conversation right. starter well, who's Ron Colley, and why are you named that? Well, let me tell yeah. you yeah yeah i I agree because i i I didn't look up St Thomas more because I'm pretty sure I know about it you know what I <laughs> right, mean but, but right. I probably don't Correct. um so no i I think it's beautiful, but is there something that you think sets Ron Colley apart from other Catholic high schools two hundred miles <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we're 200 miles from (laughs) Shanley, right? Okay, yeah. We're 200 miles from Ogorman. Yeah, yeah. Um, A little closer to uh, Light of Christ up in Bismarck. What is that, 180? Yeah,
1: Yeah. right? Yeah, Yeah. I agree with that. (laughs) Farmland.
0: We, you know, honestly, um, like I said earlier, I don't know if it sets us apart. But we really do try to be authentically Catholic. We are unapologetically Catholic, and uh, that's what we hang our hat on. And, um, you know, honestly, we've seen growth over the past three years of 20%. And uh, some of that is because I I I think we're... um, You know, I I hesitate to say the word proud because uh, that, of course, can lead Mm -hmm. down the wrong path. But uh, we really do try to wear that um, and hang our hat on that.
1: And I I do think we are lucky in the Midwest here. I mean, the schools you guys named are all pretty authentically Catholic. I'm not totally Mm -hmm. sure all um, areas of the country can say that. And so Mm -hmm. maybe in in our area, Roncalli is you know, praise be to God, how lucky are we that it's pretty standard, authentically Catholic, but in Mm -hmm. certain areas, a lot could be separating you from other Catholic high schools. And we don't
0: want to be a, we don't want to be a, um, a school that has Catholic written on the front of it, but really is a a public school, just the name Um, that we have no interest in that. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you walk in and Mary is right there to greet you and, um, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place. So what challenges do you guys have here um, at Roncalli in creating that Catholic culture? Or do you have challenges?
3: You know, I think part of that is we have a similar challenge to, like, every other aspect of society. You know, there's uh, this systemic change that... uh, you know, kind of do your own thing, and there is no right or wrong, and, you know, you can't tell me that that's wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you, there is no such thing as sin, it's just what I choose to do, so, you know, I think that's a, that's a challenge that faces all Catholic schools, and, and all Catholic churches, and anybody that might be in that particular situation, so, you know, the challenge is to be current and relevant with the kids, but faithful <clears throat> to church doctrine, you know, because sometimes, you know, people are Catholic. Well, I mean, first of all, they're like, well, you're not even going to go to heaven because you're Catholic. Uh, excuse me. You know, that's, I, I think you're mistaken, but <laughs> let's talk a little bit of ideology here. And, you know, so sometimes it's blatant, sometimes it's kind of soft spoken, like, you know, if you watch the Super Bowl, and there are a number of commercials with the uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. He gets us. Mm-hmm. Now I wouldn't disagree. Jesus gets us. He's God. Okay. Uh, on the other hand, it's that's almost like he gets us so you can do what you want, and we forget that you know in the story of the woman in adultery. While he says, I don't judge you, he does say, Go and sin no more. He doesn't say, Yeah, just do yeah. your own thing.
1: Yeah. Joe, I don't I don't know if you were able to make it the banquet last night, but Joe talked about worship and you know, we're we're called to worship like god wants us to worship not how we want to worship and it was a beautiful beautiful point so this is lynn devitt i'm here with doug weingart and tim wise and terry dosh both from roncalli high school and we're going to take a short break please come back with us and we will be talking more about the future generation of our catholic schools and the church stay with us
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: Let us run to Mary and, as her little children, cast ourselves in their arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the Rosary nightly here on Real Presence Radio on wednesday through monday nights tune in at 8 p.m central and on tuesday nights at 7 p.m central gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us join us for the rosary wednesday through monday at 8 p.m and tuesdays at 7
2: p.m central here on the rpr network are all sins forgivable even suicide i'm father chris alar jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin the sin against the holy spirit Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. I want to share with fellow business owners how underwriting Real Presence Radio has been a tremendous blessing to our clinic. Supporting Real Presence Radio as an underwriter allows me to support the mission and work of the new evangelization and also helps us spread the word about Catholic patient-centered eye care in the Fargo-Moorhead area. We've seen a huge return on investment with new patients who found out about Lumen Vision through RPR. If you're a business owner, I'd highly encourage you to consider underwriting Real Presence radio lumen vision is a proud sponsor of rpr and i hope you will be too this is real presence live on the rpr network bringing you stories of
0: faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the upper midwest now back to the show
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Lynn Devitt and I'm Doug Weingart and we are here in Roncalli High School in Aberdeen, South Dakota with the president Tim Wise and Terry Dosh, a teacher, coach, former athletic um, director and um, both really proud representatives of this great high school here in Catholic High School in in Aberdeen so um back to kind of our 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 series of questions here you guys get to form the next generation um i guess we're all trying to form the next generation aren't we Uh, but you guys get quite a few hours a day how do you continue to adapt and grow as this culture this crazy culture changes and remain authentically catholic
0: you know that's a great question um father mike griffin um uh, and 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 how do we do that? How do, how do we adapt? We were talking over the break about uh, these students that come and in, step into these classrooms here are are you know it, we're not a border school so so they they get up in the morning in their own houses and and they're affected by the same media that uh, everybody else is affected and by the same busyness. and I always say the uh, the evil one. Uh, loves to make us really, really busy, and so um, you know I, I think part of our job when they come in here is to help them know how to focus, uh, focus on the important things in life. Uh, Terry has the real experience because he's got the kids in the in the classroom. Um, I don't know if you did you say your elementary PE teacher, so you get them at a, a, a great time and and are able to help form I, those kids. I
3: am, you know, I actually I jokingly say i don't actually work i just play games with little kids all day (laughs) best job in the world and uh you know but i think it it's planting those seeds trying to nurture them the opportunity you know to be able to to teach in a catholic school to do that um you know i think first of all you have to make sure that you're that you know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. you know um have to practice some apologetics mm-hmm. uh, you have to be authentic in your faith you know st francis preaches the gospel always and when necessary use words because <laughs> you know kids kids know but you have the opportunity to teach faith things like uh, i'll just give you a small example we start every elementary pe class with a little exercise we call jesus jacks it's a variation of jumping jacks but you know in essence depending on the age level you we're either saying i love jesus or we're spelling out g kind of like you know before a football game and um so at the end of that we always you know have a big rousing hallelujah Well, well what does that mean well it means praise the lord well now it's lent Okay, well we don't say that. Okay? Now we have amen. Yeah. Then you have an opportunity to talk with little tomatoes about, well what, you know, what does that word mean? When do we use that word? Or like yesterday I had second graders and I'm like, "Okay, now you're going to have your first communion really soon. And when you receive that Eucharist, you receive the body and blood of Jesus." Father says body of Christ. What are you going to say? Well, I'm going to say amen. Well, why? Well, because that's no, because that means I believe mm-hmm. and you're affirming that you believe that's actually Jesus and so you know you try to take those opportunities maybe sometimes the catchphrase is teachable moments and uh, turn help them turn that into their lives and help their parents help them grow to be faithful men and women yeah.
1: but, I I love that I feel like that needs to be said over even you know, we get very casual. Joe, you know, talked about the Eucharist last night at the banquet. He spent a little bit of time on it earlier in the first hour, the first half hour. Um, but reminding them what amen means. Yeah. I, I That's beautiful. Um, I'll have to, th- I'll think about that when I'm at Mass again.
0: Even more, Lynn, when I s- sat here and listened to those words that Terry just spoke, you know, when, when we right now we're staffing and we're doing budgeting those kinds of things we have some open positions at the elementary school and um you know he just uh, what he just said is exactly the type of teacher that we're looking for here at Roncalli. Mm-hmm. um we don't just teach about our catholic faith in their religion class that they take uh, yes. once at one hour a day our math teacher our pe teacher our science teacher all of them Our disciples and um, and and our job is to help parents who are the first educators to educate their child right and so to help form those young minds in every single subject area not just religion I think is important
1: yeah and planting the seeds exactly Um, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers is going to be talking at a banquet in um, Duluth in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. Um, Those of you in the Duluth area, it's not too late to sign up. We'd love to have you. But he also spoke in Rapid City, and he talked a lot about planting seeds and how um, delicate you have to be at times. Mm -hmm. And I think of these early years Mm -hmm. and how important those seeds are for kids, you know, when they get to college and they, they kind of look away for a little bit, you know, some of them will. Hopefully some of them won't that the seeds will be there and they will, they will think of, you know, Mr. Dosh and saying spelling Jesus during jumping jacks. And what a beautiful well, memory.
2: The participation part of it yeah. is what's the good part, right? You're, yes. you're Catholic. You know, you go to a math teacher. When they're done for the day, they're not working anymore. But this is what you live, so you're living it around them, and, and that's the witness, which is, yeah, I think that's...
0: Oh, you said it. It's the witness yeah. part of it, right? which is
1: great, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Tim, as a longtime teacher, coach, and former athletic director, you've seen a lot of changes, I suspect. Um, what are some of those?
3: Well, you know, I think the changes come in a variety. First of all, um, there have been a lot of physical changes. You know, we've gone through... A number of things, you know, we had a revitalizing Ron Kali campaign where we changed a lot of the aesthetics and uh, uh, the building itself, the outside, the presentation. We've added multiple things, which, which are nice, okay? Um, but I think also, you know, we continue to change and grow spiritually, uh, helping kids, which... Has some challenges because when Ron Collie first opened, now I'm not that old that I was here <laughs> at that oh. particular time. Okay. I was in like uh third grade <laughs> when Ron Colley first opened but uh you know we we don't have as much. Of a presence, while the, they work at it now. But you know, there used to be the the principal was a priest. Okay, there were a couple of priests on staff that actually taught religion classes. There were several sisters that were here. Um, you know, even when I first started, and, and I started at Roncalli in 1985, we had uh, at least two priests that were on staff and taught religion classes, and we had uh, a, a sister, Sister Janet Horseman was here, we had Sister Barbara was teaching, uh, and there was, an, uh, I think, another sister that was at the uh, at the elementary school at that particular time. So, you know, that's one of the changes that a lot of responsibility has fallen on the lay staff to take up the slack to make sure that the faith formation is still solid, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if we don't necessarily have answers to some of the things they might, uh, hey, I know just who to ask about that, you know, and to you know, sometimes even in class kid will ask a question, I mean, I I did I taught religion for 25 years so every once in a while call them up and say, "Uh, Father what what can you tell me about this? Okay, these guys want to know what you know whatever this particular mm-hmm. teaching is, and I'm not sure where that came from. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's a that's a huge thing I think here also.
0: I'm stuck on 1985. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you were in kindergarten.
3: It, yeah. it was a good year. It was
1: a good year. You know, and I I love. I, I love, you know, that you're, you're looking for the answer. I think sometimes we're so afraid of the question that we don't open ourselves up to it. And I, I'm never afraid of an answer. Not that I have to know it, but I know that it's the truth. And so I can look it up. I can ask the right people.
0: And I, and I think it's important um, that we make ourselves vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know all the answers. Um, um, but... The important thing is one of the important things is that we're always trying to grow and we're always we're always trying to to um, you know grow that faith uh, after all uh, that's what it's all about, right yeah a little bit of growth every day yeah mm-hmm.
3: and I think it's okay sometimes to tell kids i I used to tell them on occasion you know i don't know exactly all everything about God and how he functions. And I'm okay with that. That's not a that's not a cop out. That's just saying, you know, God's ways are far from my ways, and and what He knows. Are. Had a sign on the wall that said, "God said it, I believe it. That settles it." Okay. <laughs> now, you, you know, it it can't be everything. Like you know, maybe grown up, mom would say, "Oh, it's a mystery, honey." Well. <laughs> Yeah, that's because you don't want to look. But, <laughs> you know, but but there is a little bit of that also. You know, you have to have some faith that goes with it, and that's what we're trying to sure, build.
1: Sure, And you don't want them, you, you want to make sure that they keep asking. Right. I was listening to Catholic Answers uh, a while ago, um, and some a mother of an atheist child was like, what am I supposed to say when my son, and, and I, I forget, I wish I remembered the apologist, but I remember her saying, If they're asking, they're looking for truth. They're going to find it in the Catholic Church. It was beautiful. Thank you so much, Tim and Jerry. We are at the end of this segment. We are coming up next with a couple of priests in the area, um, and we are excited. We'll be excited to talk to Father Schulte and Father McLaughlin. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Come back.
3: Enjoyed it, listeners.
1: God God bless you. Safe travels.